0: and welcome to the Demand Matrix podcast series, Sunny Side Up. I'm Paroma. I'll be your host for the day. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the Demand Matrix podcast, Sunny Side Up. We're happy to have you here today. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Great. Do you want to start by telling the audience about yourself and, of course, a little bit about Grapevine 6?
1: Sure. I'm an engineer by training, and uh, that's where I met some of the other founders of Grapevine 6. There's five founders in total, and we've all worked together and been friends for about 20 years. We started Grapevine 6 based on our experience in our previous company as entrepreneurs that sales and marketing was one of the hardest things for entrepreneurs. And so we built this company to help entrepreneurs use content to build connections with their buyers.
0: Great. So what's a typical day at work like for you at Grapevine 6?
1: Well, for three seasons here in Toronto, we get to uh, bike to work. So that's a great way to start the day. And about half my day is in planned meetings uh, with clients and internally. And then um, half is actually trying to get work done.
0: Great. So let's get back to uh, Grapevine 6 and how it specifically helps the B2B marketing uh, space, especially marketing and sales teams. How popular are sales social engagement tools today, tools like Grapevine 6? And what kind of demand are you seeing in the market for this? And what exactly is driving this demand?
1: It's definitely a growing demand. I think the the space has been maturing over the last few years. Forrester has just formally covered the segment. Uh, Mm -hmm. social sales engagement tools uh, with their first new wave technology report. And it's really because the most influential relationship in, in B2B sales is between the salesperson and the buyer. And those relationships are moving not just to digital, but definitely to social. And so any tools that can help those salespeople engage authentically with those customers and build relationship, they're all very valuable and we're starting to see that, I think we're through the sort of early adopter wave, people using that technology, but it still hasn't got to mass adoption yet.
0: Can you tell us about some of the successful ways or some of the most successful campaigns your customers have uh, run using your tool and how?
1: Sure. And it's an overall program more so than a, a, mm-hmm. a time-bound campaign. So our customers are building social selling programs that span global. One of our customers, SAP, has uh, has over 10,000 salespeople using Grapevine 6 to publish content and engage their audiences in social. Along with LinkedIn Sales Navigator, that's what they use to engage prospects digitally across the globe. And they've had huge success with it. They've built over a billion euros in pipeline attributed to their social selling program.
0: Great. So can you share some thoughts on the most successful digital and social campaigns in the B2B marketplace that you've seen so far, especially that audiences can pick a learning or two from?
1: One of the things I've seen that's, that's worked really well and I think is unique in the market is uh, there's a company in financial services that we work with, Brown Brothers Harriman, that features their employees as part of the content that they're creating. So those employees are actually originating and authoring content that then they distribute using Grapevine 6. And it drives a, a level of authenticity from the brand when you can personalize it and put a face on it uh-huh. on that content that you're connecting with.
0: Absolutely. So obviously, uh, the next question is uh, pretty relevant because you just mentioned personalization and hyper-personalization and ABM are two key trends in B2B marketing. How exactly does Grapevine 6 enable this for customers in this space?
1: Grapevine 6 is designed to really engage and build the personal brand of the salesperson. So we use AI to analyze your digital footprint as a salesperson and recommend content that best matches that brand. And then you can take control of that and change the topics that are most relevant to you. If your territory mm-hmm. changes or if you're going after a specific account as part of your ABM strategy, you can add topics or change the importance mm-hmm. of different topics. And we're going to recommend content that's going to drive engagement with those targeted relationships. So it's very, very relevant to, uh, to what we do. We mm-hmm. tie content into that personalization.
0: So when it comes to creating a good overall customer experience, especially today when UX and overall customer experience is supposed to be a priority for teams today, how are you seeing marketers and sales teams enable or use innovative ideas to engage their customers and to create a better experience? Are they using tools like this or what are they using? What technologies are they using? What ideas are they using?
1: They are. There's an alignment that needs to happen between sales and marketing, something that's been a trend for quite a while to create a consistent customer experience, not just a memorable and a valuable one, but also to have that consistency across digital channels, self-serve channels, as well as sales-enabled channels. And the tools that are doing that are really in in the customer experience space, but also very relevant to content. So the type of content you deliver Mm -hmm. to salespeople, as well as in your self-serve experiences, Has to be consistent. And I think the big, the interesting thing that's happening there is not just the personalization, but uh, we're seeing a lot more video um, being used by um, not just marketing, but also sales uh, to develop a really engaging format for communicating value.
0: And in this space, what are some of the biggest lags you see when it comes to content creation, especially by marketing teams when it comes to what they're putting out and by sales teams when they, in terms of what they're using for their pitches? What kind of uh, lags do you see?
1: Yeah, some, some of the challenges I've seen is, well, the adoption of video is, is a challenge. So how do you do, especially in regulated markets, which we deal a lot with, how do you make sure that meets all the compliance standards and manages the brand risk associated with, distributed content creation. So those are some of the challenges that are slowing some of the progress down. And then I think just trying to personalize at scale. So whenever we've seen success in con- distributed content uh, programs where they're trying to build the salespeople's personal brands, marketing can't keep up. They can't create enough personal relevant, uh, personally relevant content. And that becomes more and more the demand as the programs do well Everybody wants to have something specific to them and unique to them. So that's where you need to look at outside tools that can find relevant third-party content to help really personalize the experience for each individual.
0: So when it comes to all of this, when it comes to assessing how everything has performed, what kind of data, what kind of intelligence do you see teams rely on most?
1: They're working through engagement metrics, and often it's basically like running a a digital marketing campaign. So you are tracking the the click-through rate and then the conversion rate on the assets that uh, you're distributing. What we're we're working towards and what the industry is trying to get towards is better attribution down to the individual level. So there's integration happening. I think we're still at the early stages, but integration happening with the CRM to measure and understand all of the digital touch points with a buyer across their sales and buying journey, and then correlate that to influence. So it's very hard. You can't have a simple attribution model that says, I read a post on social, or I saw a digital ad, or I went to your website, or I had a meeting, and I'm, I'm going to buy your software. The, the transactions we're talking about are, often take 30 or 40 or 50 interactions with a buyer to actually convert to a sale. So that's going to cross multiple channels and you need to figure out how do we do that attribution to know where to invest, to invest in our digital experience.
0: Absolutely. So when you see all the, you see how the market is moving and you see what the trends are and what the demand is, how would you suggest teams improve their overall customer experience and help their prospects or future customers along the buying journey?
1: I think there's two big things that you can do. One is have more conversations with your sales team and understand what their content demands are. start experimenting with some of the tools that are out there that can deliver content and see what kind of what kind of traction that gets. And then I would say also talk to your buyers and find out where are the gaps in that process and or what's really working for them, Like how did they make that buying decision? What were the key points of influence and information that they used and leveraged? to make their decision, and invest in those channels. So find out what's working and start experimenting with some new stuff as well.
0: Great. So if you had to suggest uh, an entire stack, an entire marketing stack or a sales tech stack to a team, what kind of products and technologies would you tell them to use, especially when they're starting out and uh, probably focusing on ABM as a core strategy and, you know, taking things to the next level?
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of emerging technologies in that space. I think fundamentally, you need to have a a good CRM platform as a starting point. It doesn't need to be advanced enterprise CRM. There's a, a lot of smaller market players if you're just starting out. A marketing automation platform is the next step in that digital journey once you have the data and understanding of who your customers are or who you're targeting then you can start working through how do you actually leverage more contacts and and start building nurture um, flows, communications to mature them. And then I think the next thing that I would go into is depending on how your sales strategy works, the sales automation space, where the tools that allow you to one to one and organize all your sales content and track engagement with that content. It's really a sales enablement technology that it's bringing the digital marketing analytics and approach down to the individual salesperson, which is a really interesting space once you've got the fundamentals in in place.
0: Great. Some of the insights that you shared were pretty useful and our audience are probably going to have some great learnings from all of this. Is there any other key takeaway or advice you'd like to share before we wrap up?
1: I think the big thing for marketers is that what I've seen in the audience and uh, in a lot of the bigger companies is that the engaging in social was originally viewed as a channel to amplify your brand as a company. I think it's becoming switched on its head where now brands need to work harder to amplify the brands of their employees. So start thinking about it in a a slightly different way that now the frontline salespeople, the customer support people, the success people are really the heroes of the experience for that customer, how does a brand marketing team help build them up?
0: Great. That's pretty useful. That's pretty relevant in today's time. Thank you so much, Mike, for spending this time with us. And uh, we look forward to having you back again soon. Have a great day. You
1: too.